Listener Production. Table for six. Uh, might be around 20, 25 minutes. Oh, wait, no, a booth has just opened up. Right this way for Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Oh, well, Alex Dyson, everyone getting back to work, you know, uh, in their offices yesterday. It's quite funny having to um, take my partner's Belle's computer with us back to her office because she's oh, uh, re-entering the office. Took the um, computer back home for lockdown on the way back in now. Yeah, yeah. and it's just kind of weird because you had the big screen, you know, it's all in one sort of sure. desktop thing. And then we put it in, like, put the seatbelt on it. I felt like I had a little computer <laughs> computer passenger. You know what I mean? And every time anything moved, I was like, oh, how's our computer going in the back there? <laughs> so it was, uh, it was nice getting back into the office. All right, uh, get in touch. What have you treated like a baby, Matt.and.alex? Um, thank you very much for tuning in. Looking forward to a very, very big show before we jump into a big, big story um, coming out in the world of uh, canine real estate up next, Matt. But did you quickly want to touch on our boy Matt Doran? Well, okay, look, so, yeah, he said, okay, so this is following up Matt Doran's uh, finally did an interview with the Australian and to get, be fair, because we made, you know, I made a lot of judgments. Well, we were chatting about it yesterday. No judgment. I don't have any judgment for people in that situation. Adele didn't want to put it in the interview because at the very end he said, oh, I didn't actually listen and she was pretty miffed. Well, he said that that's not the case at all, that she gave him 29 minutes of what was planned to be a 20-minute interview, that she was really nice about it, that yep. the company is the one who's sort of being a little bit oh. stringent with it. And, and Matt's also said that uh, it came out in, in the newspaper that he talked to the Australian, he said, look, he thought he'd listen to it on the flight. It came in as an e-card, which he wasn't expecting, and so therefore he, he missed it completely. He said it's the biggest, you know, most regrettable email he's ever missed. And also, another funny side note is that, uh, and he also said that he was never formally suspended, although he was taken off air for a weekend. Um <laughs> What? So, look, we all What's make mistakes. informally suspended? What do you call that? Well, you know, look, anyways, look, Matt, these things happen. But there's another Matt, Matt Doran, from the ABC, right? Yes. And so he tweeted, just as a little bit of a laugh, go easy on me, okay? He's at Matt Doran 91. He works at the ABC. But people didn't realise that he's a different Matt Doran. Yeah. So then suddenly <laughs> people are jumping in, someone with an Australian flag, as their profile saying seriously disrespectful of the artist and your commitment to quality journalism obviously not doing some journalism of their own because they know <laughs> that that's not <laughs> Jess O'Reilly says are you the goose who flew over to Britain to interview Adele about 30 and didn't listen to it so so many people I mean it's all just turning into a schmozzle yeah well it'll continue on I'm sure any more updates we'll bring you here on uh, all day breakfast but um, other than that please strap in for a mighty fine show we got schoolies we got rant dog it should be fun and we'll chat to you very soon. Let's go. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. It's no secret that we like rant dogs. Yep. Here on Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Yes, that's right. Uh, changing the world for the better. One spray of spittle at the time. But uh, it seems like today we might like rich dogs too. Fixing the world one... Real estate purchase at a time. Yeah, well, hopefully, you know, myself and the rest of Australia have been trying to get you to change your opinion on dogs, Matt O'Kine. I don't think this story is going to uh, help that. You would be absolutely furious at the fact a dog owns more real estate than you do. <laughs> hey, do you, know, do you know what? I'm uh, the One of the reasons why I don't like dogs is because they're too needy, all right? <laughs> Always needing cuddles. 
always needing you to take them on walks, clean up their poops. Do you mind just picking that up for me? Jeez, no, my hands yeah. are full. <laughs> exactly, right? Oh, where were you? Where were you? Groveling at the door like a <laughs> pathetic sod. <laughs> like a little sap. Like a flea-ridden succubus. <laughs> Whereas this dog that caught my attention thanks to a uh, headline that I saw on Twitter via Lucy Carter, an old friend of ours from the ABC. Uh, the headline reads, Multi-millionaire German shepherd named Gunther VI <laughs> is selling a nine-bedroom Miami mansion previously owned by Madonna with an asking price of more than $40 million. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> How does the dog own this? Is it like a cartoon where you sign the document by putting a paw print on the <laughs> on the contract of sale? How does this dog own a house, let alone a mansion? Look, it's a one point two acre waterfront property. Okay, went on sale sale last week. Asking price thirty one US million. So it's a very big jump up in price since when Madonna sold the villa to uh, Gunther's trust. Now, look, to be fair, that word does pop up a lot in the article, the, the word trust. Right. Um, it's a trust in so, the dog's name. This isn't a dog that, you know, started a search engine and is now a billionaire. <laughs> like, the dog did not do much except for maybe scrounge at the door like a little succubus waiting for its owner to come home for a few years before <laughs> then, inheriting... Millions and millions of dollars. Oh, that's always the way, isn't it? You read the article, how this young entrepreneur <laughs> um, managed to own 12 rental properties and then three paragraphs in, of course, and then my parents fronted the deposit. Oh, of course they did. Yeah, yeah. Of and then course. I happened to be a dog and my owner loved me a lot. Yeah, the dog's exactly. wealth can be traced back to its ancestor, Gunther III, according to handlers who managed the estate. Gunther III inherited millions of dollars from his owner, the German Countess Carlotta Liebenstein, which sounds like a made-up German name, uh, but Carlotta died in 1992. Since then, the dog's bloodline has been looked after by handlers. <sighs> there's, some, there's some pricey dog walkers, honestly. A few photos of this waterfront property. I've got to tell you, it's a mighty fine kennel. <laughs> yeah, this pup is uh, living it up. He's not poor. He is not poor. Poor. Is that, was that, was that a pun? That was meant to be. Um, okay. But, Matt, you looked into it, and Gunther's not the only um, prima donna pooch. Um, I guess he's a post-Madonna pooch, really. <laughs> did you bring... Wait, okay. Did you plan that I did before? not plan... I guarantee you that was an accident. I guarantee you. Please believe me. Okay, so look, <laughs> it didn't take much to find out that he... That, yeah, um... <laughs> Gunther is not the only uh, doggy in his class, um, although he is the richest according to uh, countryliving.com on their 2018 top 10 pet rich list. Oh, my God. Um, so I'm just going to give you the quick lowdown on the number f on the top five. Okay, so Gun Gunther number – well, this says Gunther number four, so I, I don't know whether it's the same dog or – The bloodline, the bloodhound line, Gunther yes. Gunther number four <laughs> – yeah, no, it's the same dog. It's the same dog. They've just gotten their eyes mixed up. Okay, here we go. So worth $375 million, country uh, of origin, Germany, and source of earnings, inheritance. Okay, but then next to, no, number two, this is, a, this is a name that we all know and love, Grumpy Cat. 
Grumpy Cat on the pet rich list. I mean, rest in peace. $99 million. Now they don't have the word inheritance in their earnings. Grumpy Cat. Self-made. Started from the bottom, now we hear. Yeah. All right. Grumpy Cat. Merchandising, sponsorship, media appearances and film. All right. 2.4 million followers. Thank you very much. The Jay-Z of the rich pet world. Exactly. Slung a few eight balls in his time and now is, you know, probably meowing about it still uh, $100 million later. Passed on. So, RIP. So, Grumpy Cat's probably kids will be those spoilt. Got a uh, silver spoon in the mouth, I'm sure. Um, Olivia Benson. In the frowning mouth. Olivia Benson's number three, Taylor Swift's cat. Very close to to Grumpy Cat. Source of earnings, commercials, Diet Coke and Ked Shoes. So there you go. Uh, Then Oprah's Dogs coming in at number four (laughs) with a $30 million worth. Sadie, Sonny, Lauren, Layla and Luke, although they'll all have to share that. Oh, Oh, I can see some serious fights in the... uh, in the old pound when uh, when that one when that funding gets released and number five was the one that surprised me mm. Gigu the chicken Gigu the chicken the fifth Gigu wealthiest the animal in the world fifth wealthiest yeah fifteen million dollars right so Gigu the chicken uh, became a multi millionaire in two thousand and two according to uh, Country Living when uh, publishing tycoon Miles Blackwell died and left fifteen million dollars to his favorite pet so, favorite chicken yeah. Yeah, they, they planned on setting up a trust like for all of these animals yeah. and setting up estates and blah, blah, blah. And then they both him and his wife passed away really quickly and unexpectedly. Mm. And as their wills had it, they just had set up this uh, $15 million little nest egg <laughs> for their uh, Gigu the chicken. I tried to type Gigu into my phone as well. It comes up as Gigolo. So I really hope their lawyer didn't make the same mistake and all that money go to Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> Tell that reference to uh, what's hitting with Sarah. Um, that's it's really interesting that that popped up with um, the richest pet list, Matt. Because I, I tried to find my own. I, I got a completely different list for oh. the richest richest dogs in the world. Oh, really? So, I mean, do we do we need any music to hear the, this this particular list? Well, we probably do. Um, topping the dog rich list of uh, was Warren Ruffett. Um, <laughs> Was in there alongside uh, Jeff Fleezos and Purina Reinhardt. (laughs) Closely followed by Elon Musk. Oh, Um, no. There's another person who went from business to politics. (laughs) And uh, that was Donald Leghump. Oh, no. And, of course, there's the dog that um, started off at the tech boo, you know, made millions. Out of that okay. one, um, Bill Eights, my homework. So, oh, um, <laughs> oh no! I should go back oh. to just improvising my jokes rather than writing these down. Don't no. you reckon? <laughs> oh, I can't tell you where my head's going right now. <laughs> Try. Trying to think of the perfect ending. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. Thank you. All day breakfast. There it is. <laughs> Alex Dyson, I mentioned yesterday that I something in the chat about schoolies just sparked a memory for me. Matokine at schoolies. 
I mean, oh, it was a horrific sight. Mate, actually, do you know what? I'm gonna I can, I mean, okay. My schoolies, I'm gonna paint paint a picture. Okay. I can imagine it being like a a Pokemon card or something like that. Oh my god! Walking around, a, f- a bunch of us walking around in our skin tight Brisbane State High School athletic singlets. You wore oh your school god. singlets to schoolies. Uh, uh, I don't want to talk about it. Look, I, no, 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 this is what this is what brings up the worst memory. <laughs> so the year before, because you know, we talked about me being a toolie. Yeah. Because my friend owned a, like a tiny apartment on, on surfers. And so the year after, instead of renting it out to people who are going to destroy it, his parents decided to let us go down and destroy it. <laughs> so... It's good to keep your destruction in the family, isn't it? And I remember being <laughs> spotted by someone who was a year below us at my school. Oh, no. And being like, and I remember them looking at me going, like, what are you guys doing here? Like, I remember that. that. But, so you tell me what's worse. What yep. is worse? Me, a toolie. Yep. <laughs> me. It was starting hot. <laughs> Or me. Okay, picture this. It's 2001. I'm in year 11. I'm dating a girl that's at schoolies, all right, who's just graduated in year 12. Right. So you're in year 11. You are, you're in a relationship with an older woman. Yeah, okay. exactly. Mm. So uh, who's plucked me straight from the cradle, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so... Me and my friend decided to visit her at schoolies. So you did a triple schoolies. You did preschoolies, you went to schoolies, and then you did the toolies. <laughs> What's worse is the, my preview to schoolies when I went down to visit my girlfriend who was at schoolies legitimately, yep. trying to have a good time with all of her friends who have yeah. all graduated, year 12, <laughs> etc. To get down to the Gold Coast for the weekend, yeah. right, me and my friend had to go straight from school, all right? So we leave our class at like, you know, midday or whatever it was. Did you wag the last two periods? I don't think we wagged. I think it was just one of those things where there was, it was the end of the year, nothing much is happening. So we just sure. sort of, somehow we got on a train pretty early. Yep. We go down to the Gold Coast. There's nowhere to get changed. So school uniform again. School uniforms. We go to where my girlfriend at the time is staying. Buzz, they buzz us in, me and my friend go up in the escalator. I remember my girlfriend at the time greets us with her friend at the escalator. Yeah. And me and my friend are in school uniforms <laughs> as we come out. I want to go to schoolies, but I don't want to seem like a young, lame kid. <laughs> her friend just looks at both of us and goes, did you guys come all the way from school dressed in that? <laughs> And we go, yeah. And then she leaned over to my girlfriend and goes, how embarrassing. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, we didn't last much longer than that. The relationship was doomed, I reckon, from that point. I mean, let's forget that we were in year 11 and year 12 and relationships are very difficult in the first place. Yeah. But yeah the, uh, the turning up and walking through a huge sprawling surface paradise of people who should actually be there enjoying themselves. But the thing I don't understand is that happened. It's yeah. seared into your soul for all eternity. Yeah. And next year you and your mates were walking around schoolies in your school uniform again. Oh, that's just because we were dickheads. 
<laughs> you know, like that was just the lads. I mean, we were just wankers, mate. I just can't tell you. This is my life, mate. Please. I've made so many mistakes. And you'd think after two, I'd I'd stop, but no, I went back for thirds, mate. I was like little Oliver. Please tell me <laughs> you weren't wearing the hush puppies and the uh, the blazer come year three. Please <laughs> tell me you graduated from wearing your school uniform. I the should next have worn year. my old school um, senior jumper with the O2 on the back <laughs> turned up as a toolie. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm like Oliver, honestly, just turning up. <laughs> Please, sir, can I have some more? All right. Well, yesterday we did come across uh, reports that this year's schoolies is tame. We're going to be investigating that up next on All Day Breakfast. All right, there's just heaps of sick legends <laughs> like me <laughs> walking around in their skin-tight athletic singlets. <laughs> Just crushing cans and, and drinking homebrew bourbon from their mate's neighbour's house and being a legend. And yelling taxi when a drink hits the ground. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to be jumping into that up next. Everybody wants to be a pickle jar hero. Oops. Yes, Matt, you may have uh, made a fool of yourself three years in a row at school, <laughs> schoolies. And as as uh, Bron said during that little break there, I don't know how you live with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said I don't know how you fall asleep at night. Oh, sorry, much better. Sorry, Bron. Good clarifications there, Bron. I don't know how you fall asleep at night. Um, it's good to get a bit of a test as to how schoolies is going this year because the reports were, they were quite, it's quite tame this year. Absolutely. So we thought we couldn't continue this conversation without getting someone on the ground. So we've uh, hit up a few Matt and Alex special schoolies correspondents to uh, let us know how it's all going. First up, let's cross to the Gold Coast right now and talk to recent school leaver Zoe. Hello, Zoe. Hi. Zoe, paint a picture for us. You were a little bit difficult to uh, get in touch with uh, on the phone. We got your phone number from your sister. We tried calling you a bunch of times. There was no answer. <laughs> is is there a hangover in play? Not so much a hangover, but I have been sleeping a fair bit. I am losing my voice at the moment. <laughs> Turned into a bit of a nocturnal creature the last few days. Yeah, well, year 12 is <laughs> a big year. So adding a party onto such a large part of your life is pretty massive. What's been the uh, the schoolies schedule thus far? It's been a bit of a bender since last Thursday since graduation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great. Through it. Hotel room, beach, nightclubs, where have we been popping in between? Oh, I've just been mainly at the beach parties. They've been going off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And have you are you staying with a big group of friends in one of the sort of surfers high rise apartments or what have you got a house or what? Um, I'm actually just going home most nights. Mm, very oh, nice. Have you got a parent that's picking you up or how are you getting home? Yeah, my mum's been picking me up or like friends' parents have been picking us up. Yeah. Oh, that's, good, that's but so good. They're just being legends. Zoe, we have heard reports. There's been literal news articles this year that schoolies is a little bit tame compared to what it once was. I mean, you've only got this year to go off, but how yeah. would you consider the, the past seven days tame for you? Oh, not for me. I've had a great time. 
Mosh pits mm. everywhere. Great. Look, before we let you go, though, just uh, let us know. Have you had an awesome time? And, uh, you know, would you recommend it for other people, possibly the year 11 is next year, who could be eyeing off a bit of an end of year celebration? I definitely do recommend it. It's been some of the best crazy days. Have the best time. Oh, that's so good to hear, Zari. If ever there was a, uh, a class that deserved a schoolies, it's uh, the Year 12s from the last couple of years. It's been a challenge for you. We're really abusing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, appreciate you chatting to us. We'll let you get back to having a little disco nap before hitting the sand again tonight. But um, take yes. care of yourself and your mates. And, uh, yeah, we'll chat to you next time. No worries. Thank you so much for having me on. No worries. And let's cross to Adam in Adelaide where, due to many different states having different times, and just wrapping up a bit of a schoolies at which you were providing dat unts, Adam. Yeah, hey, guys. I've just come back from uh, playing the schoolies festival at Victor Harbour in South Australia for the past three days. <laughs> oh, okay. And what, what sort of time slot are we talking? Because you could have the very casual, you know, 2 p.m. till 6 p.m., sunset sesh kind of vibe, or you could be with the absolute vermin at 2 o'clock in the morning just bringing the yawns. What, what were you doing? Oh, oh, look, I was between the different stages. I was emceeing and playing most of it, but I had the uh, responsibility of closing the festival last night. Whoa, okay. Well, that's, that's a big responsibility, mate. You've got a lot of songs to choose from. Please let us know what – who did you anoint – the uh, the headliner of your set. What did you hit play on when it came to that absolute apex of South Australian schoolies? Well, every year we try to pick one song that becomes that class's song for that yep. year level. So I think, well, not I think, the song for the class of 2021 was Kid Leroy's Day. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. He's it's had a very, up. very big year. Yep. If, if anyone deserves to be... Uh, Front and centre at the moment it is it is KL. That's it. Absolutely smashing it. I'll, I'll tell you what else was a bit of a crowd favourite. They didn't mind putting their arms around each other and taking driver's licence at the top of their lungs. Ooh, Olivia. Yeah. Do you know what? Hey, just side note, big contender for top ten of a certain <laughs> countdown. Is it? All right, if not top five. Didn't it come out the year before? No, it's released 2021, mate. That, that That's this year. Really? When I first heard it, I thought that's your number one. Not going to lie. Okay. But Kid Leroy could very well be up there. Well, interesting stuff. And have you seen any sites for that, um, you know, have you <laughs> seen some things that have raised the hair on your head? Well, we're uh, currently still under some pretty big restrictions here in South Australia. So the festival was in little pods of 25. Um, and <laughs> the green team, who are uh, the volunteers for the festival, did a very good job of keeping a lot of it under control. But I did hear that out of the premises, it got a little bit crazy. But definitely inside the class of 2021, really partied hard and they knew how to have a really good time. Oh, it's great to hear. Uh, thank you so much for uh, letting us know about it, Adam. Congratulations on uh, closing the big sesh and hopefully we'll chat to you again next time. Yeah, very much so. Take it easy. Well, it's time now for Gunther the Sixth's favourite um, radio podcast segment, and it is Rant Dog, where um, yours truly, Alex Dyson, the Rat Dog, chucks an N in the name to become Australia's uh, most ferocious shock jock. 
And um, you should see the ratings spike when uh, Rant Dog goes and tells it like it is. I've got to tell you, it's a uh, sight for sore eyes, Matt O'Kine. Looks like there's spikes on Gunther's moat wall. <laughs> Stopping intruders from getting into his lavish mansion. Anyway, Very sharp indeed. Always like to get a kickstart when it comes to the issues that affect you, the All Day Breakfast listener. And this week's... Issue is brought to us by Sam. Got a little message for Rant Dog. Uh, I want to know your opinion on shop fronts that have just open benches with no orderly queue. I'm talking bakers, I'm talking delis and supermarkets where they say, Who's next? I think you might have some opinions on this. Look, and it's an, it's an interesting one, Sam, because um, I'm not sure if you know this, but I actually. Um, I'm actually all, all for the you know the random long bench, whether it's at a at a cafe or a, a deli or even like a, a bar or a nightclub. I'm 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 fine with um with a who's next policy. Ooh. If we lived in a fairy floss cookie cutter, bloody sherbet bomb whoop de doo goody two shoes society, but instead we're stuck in this hellscape where it's a me first. I'm here. Cop a little go of this one. I'm going to jump in front of you. Piece of absolute tripe. We can walk into these places and there's more bloody line cutting than the toilets down at the Christmas party. All right? There's more cut lunches than the Waterbull College cafeteria because people are zooming in everywhere. If you drive down a highway, people cutting in. You know, they got the roadworks coming up. They keep slipping up the left every time. What was wrong with the numbers, Matt? You tell me. What was wrong at the old deli where you got to take a number? Now serving number 69. We all got a laugh, didn't we? And we got there in the order at which we arrived. So could you tell me why we cannot go back to that system? I'm not a number taker. I just prefer to put my hand up and sort of say that, hey, I was next. <laughs> well, you must be the only honest bloke in Australia, O'Kine, because I mean, over I'm standing there, seems everyone's in a bloody rush for their Boston buns. When I'm at the bakery, I need this stat. No, thank you. I was here first. I bloody wish these conspiracy theorists, right, were as bloody obsessed with a queue at the deli as they are on bloody 4chan. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway. Q on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, look, that, that brings Rant Dog to the end for another week. You know, it's, it's always a quick deceleration, I find, when it comes to... Um, well, I mean, you know, it's like a supernova. Once it explodes, then it, yeah. then it really retracts and, and sometimes can create a black hole. Occasionally. Yeah, occasionally. Yeah. And much like if the sun was to explode, we wouldn't see the last light for another seven minutes. We now let that energy reverberate around Australia. And i gotta, I got to tell you... Pretty sure down at the delis and the bars of the world there could be a little bit of a better system in the next couple of weeks. They will be shaking in their little plastic gloves, I'll tell you that much. Very careful. All day breakfast. <laughs> Fit check. And thank you very much for joining us today on All Day Breakfast. Uh, we will catch you next time. Until then, uh, don't wear your school uniform to schoolies. And um, that's all you need to know, I think. Try, 
Try to keep it to once. All right, don't be a greedy little piggy. With your snout in the trough? No. Um, We're going to move on from there. If you do have a rant dog for us, do hit us up, matt.n.alex, with a voice memo uh, as to your issue. But other than that, I think we're uh, ready for a big, big show tomorrow, Matt. We good to go? Yeah, see you then. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.n.alex. Listener.